today's Fratello on Air, we have Mr. Reynald Ashleman, CEO and President of Omega. Welcome, Reynald. Hello, Robert Jan. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure being with you today. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. It's uh, almost uh, always very, very busy at Omega headquarters, but uh, I'm, I'm fine personally. I hope it's the same for you and your family and all the Fratellis. Yeah, we, I think we're all doing fine despite the current situation. We will tap into that uh, a bit later. But first, the thing that we always do when we uh, have someone uh, on the show is ask what watch you are wearing. I guess it's an Omega. Of course, it's an Omega, and uh, but it's a special one. I have to to tell you that um, the last months I wore quite a lot, like today, the Omega Seamaster um, Aquaterra World Time, with uh, which first of all is a magnificent Aquaterra, and uh, and the World Timer is is a very unique uh, uh, and and very very admired um, uh, watch because of, of all its technology, because of its design. But also, I have to say, it was for me uh, on two sides very important. First of all, because, you know, I've been like all, all of us talking and, and phoning and having a lot of phone conference or, or, or in um, Zoom or Skype. And it was always very interesting to have a uh, the proper function, uh, I would say, the intrinsic function of a world timer uh, uh, on my wrist to to know uh, how and when we can we can reach all my colleagues in more than thirty countries of the world, and it's very important to me as a CEO to keep this contact that I used to have uh, um, very often live. Um, and on the second second um, side, I think it's more of a of a of a significant uh, way because I think that the way we've explain and the way we've designed and 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 the technology we use to to show the world makes it so Im- important to show that it's only one piece and i think that it's exactly what happened in, within the last 12 13 months now that the whole world is connected uh, and this is uh, why i am very much wearing this watch and also the fact that it's very light it's very fashionable i like the blue and i think that's one of these uh, omega that you can wear in the week and in the weekend and it, that's also probably one of the reason besides the beauty and the technology why it's so successful what about you? Thank you. Yeah, I'm also wearing an uh, Omega and uh, not a Speedmaster. As some people think, I'm always wearing Speedmasters, but I also am very fond of my uh, Seamaster Pro Prof 1200 meters in steel that I purchased a few years ago. And um, yeah, it, it took me quite a while to uh, to make a decision on this purchase because I always was also was looking on the at the vintage models, but in the end, I picked the modern version. Um, because, uh, like you say, I, I also like to have an everyday watch that I don't need to take care uh, that much of. That it's 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 always good. It's always functioning. It's always uh, water resistant, basically. And with vintage, is always also a bit tricky, of course. And um, yeah, I, I love the the, the Pro Prof. It's really nice watch. And um, I just now regret that I didn't buy it uh, any earlier, to be honest. <laughs> So I could already enjoy it a bit longer. But uh, I was sad to see that it uh, was a discontinued steel one, but you still do have the titanium models into in the collection. 
and um, yeah, it's a beautiful watch, and I hope yes. that um, um, yeah more people will uh, find one that that suits them basically, because I think it's a watch that really uh, wears well. It's a bit more uh, compact than you would expect on the wrist, so I think size-wise, if that is of an um, question or or uh, um, make you hesitant to buy one i think uh, people should just try it because it's uh, for me it was a hundred percent um surprised that it that it wears so well basically yeah i mean let me just also insist on the fact that uh, that we did a lot of work a- a- around our collection uh, uh the last three years but it's it's really uh for me the, very important to keep that watch that that is once again one of the symbol of the incredible legacy and and and, and historical you know pioneering spirit that that omega had to keep it in 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 some ways in the collection bearing also in mind that uh like for many many products the most important is to wear it on the wrist and then you can feel if it's if it's great or not and i have to admit that uh, if you think about the incredible history of this watch in terms of technology and and of course the conquest of the of the seas uh we should also remember that uh, that uh, personalities like like mr agnelli a style icon also wore this watch as such which which makes it very much of a of a modern watch and and i'm very happy that uh, that we still have some models in the collection and that people are trying to get it because you have piece of history but not a huge watch on the read as you rightly said and as you some people have the feeling yeah no i agree the, the only thing with uh, agnelli is that he wore it over his uh, cuffs basically and that's exactly. not something i want to do i'm not exactly. that stylish <laughs> exactly <laughs> but uh, yeah it it, it looks uh, it, it yeah it looks great on uh, how he wears it very uh, as a style icon so um um so that's uh, yeah what we're wearing today um you already touched a bit when discussing your watch, but um, uh, we are in this strange uh, uh, situation where there's this uh, pandemic uh, going on for quite a while now. Um, how was 2020 for Omega in that regard? I think that if we look at the at the at this very unexpected year, I have to really admit that it was an ex- unexpected year for many many reasons. The whole luxury industry had many many challenges. Um, there was uh, at the same time last year a lot of stores getting closed, markets, uh, regions, and and I have to to admit that uh, that for us it was first of a personal. Very, very much big involvement because, as you know, uh, we have 30 affiliates in the whole world. We have 165 own stores uh, on all the continents. And it was very, very much our first mission to care about our colleagues and to make sure on every single level uh, and with every national uh, decision that they will be they will be adapt and 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 be well we have experience uh since many years i mean in terms of omega uh some some problems with the health but that was was a very very big one i think that we had a uh, a great year because we could very much continue on on creating on producing and on on keeping our spirit and innovation even here, uh, and even more important here in Switzerland at the factory, by by having strict controls, but keeping the whole world very, very, you know, updated with a lot of discussion, with a lot of contacts, and having every time we could the possibility uh, to uh, to uh, be there, to open, to deliver watches. So very clear, Omega is a very resilient brand, and still 
a lot of emotions are uh, all around the world, uh, even more maybe these days when I think about how much people want to uh, talk to each other, sit again with each other, how much people were you know very sad not to be able to to get the family for 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 some moments or just to sit with them i think that these emotions make the human being so much different and so important and we have exactly the same with our customers when they come when the op market open again uh, we feel these very then positive emotions about getting back touching the, the our beautiful omega watches and and very often buying them so you see it's you can always think that uh, that uh, even the bad emotions uh, have also the positive side, and I think that that's what I would remember from 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 this year in terms of 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 uh, of Omega. Despite the fact that the year was was difficult because of of all these opening and closing, and the fact that yeah. people were not able to to traffic to to travel, that means for me a, a big traffic issues. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So if 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 I look at our own situation, uh, we have been doing events together. By the way, the Speedy Tuesday events, and uh, we had some planned for last year, but we had to to cancel them because of uh, COVID, of course. Um, but I think if we restart events again and and uh, restart to see, to see one another again, uh, whether it's here or with the readers in in Switzerland and collectors, I think we will appreciate it even more in the future than we already did. So. I'm looking forward to uh, to do that and to, uh, to yeah that we can be able to travel again basically. Yes, um, I think that uh, that's also one of the one of the main uh, um, um, priority that uh, have given uh, becoming a CEO is the, the because Omega is such a customer centric brand that we would be able uh, uh, to be active and close uh, to the markets and and present with you. Um, um, all our history and the legacy and 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 get into this personal discussion yeah. and this personal you know challenges sometimes uh, so that you know we can we can also all evolve yeah no i agree and um let's say uh, this will be uh, past us hopefully uh, a third quarter or fourth quarter at least um do you think that the future of watchmaking in general is bright again of the watch industry i think that what we've seen to be honest with you that once again, you know, the fact that uh, that on one side, the fact that we've been able to very much connect with a lot of people through all our internet site and 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 social networks, although uh, with many many of 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 colleagues of yours, was very clear that uh, people were still very much demanding, very much you know asking for and requesting more information, understanding, and took the time. Also, uh, we've seen that on our own internet site to read, to get into uh, what makes our brand so different from from many of of the other ones so for me yes i see it very bright again because i see that uh, that people are are very much willing even more maybe after all these months of of difficult uh, uh, lockdown even more to continue to spend and to invest into products uh, from 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 brand like omega that have the the value that's yeah. that are so evident um i see a, a trend obviously because 
you know, it's been already now more than a year. Uh, I see a trend into some great new colors as we have in our new uh, new watches, including the a bit cla more classical watches like Burgundy uh, that we have uh, in, in Constellation or in, in Trezor for Men. So, of course, we've been following these trends over the, the last months. But I think that the most important is is the true brands. The true values that we, we have will be even more of a of an of a advantage uh, within the next uh, months. Yeah, yeah. Um Correct me if I'm wrong, but if I also look at uh, Omega today and uh, like two or three years ago, or perhaps even longer, I have the slight feeling that uh, watches are now quicker available to the customer than it used to be. Is that correct? I think that uh, it's also it's true uh, very much because because the, we are very much living in in a world of very immediately uh, availability which is very important that's that's the first point but also second point i think that by by having very much at omega and since now many years um the um, created also a very nice and great link as a best example the speedy tuesday uh, that we could do you and me together and sold uh, uh, within an hour almost uh, for for the second one. We've also created very obviously uh, very much of a of a link between the news, yeah, and the sense of availability, which is very important. Also, to be honest with you, we this rhythm of having only once a year, like the old years, um, Basel. Or, or any kind of such fair and presenting everything on one row made it that some of the products because of the production capacity and also because of having only once very much an habit to present everything made it that sometimes you know long time ago because i think for me it's already long time ago we were presenting in march april some of our newest yeah. omega that would come only in january in the next year and these times are over uh, we created this and we're very happy then because it's also very good whenever you are uh, excited about a new product uh, or about a new omega then it's good to read but i think that was one of the biggest frustration we had when we had total lockdown that that some of our customers were very much willing to see and to get this incredibly feeling to to have finally the watch they were willing first on this on on uh, live and then secondly on on their wrists yeah yeah I, I asked this question because i thought perhaps it has something to do with the, the strange situation we are in but you you think it's that this logistics has been uh, um um made more efficient due to the fact that you don't present everything at once anymore. It's more like a spread out through the year, basically. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, that's clear. Um, and I think a lot of people appreciate it. There are also some brands that like, like, like in the past that, uh, that, that the situation that you just described, that something is introduced and you have to wait sometimes for a year or even longer before it's really available. And I think people really appreciate it. Like with the introduction of the, the new Speedmaster Professional, that it was so quickly available to people. I think that it was very much appreciated. Um, if I look at the new collection that you were released uh, uh, recently, Seamaster uh, 300, the Deville Tresor, the 300M, and a, a number of ladies' watches, I, I would like to start with the Seamaster 300, if you don't mind. Hey, yes. Uh, for me, it is 
a good watch that just became better. Is that correct? Is that a correct uh, <laughs> recap of that watch? I I would I would go further than than a good watch that it become better. I think it was I would call it uh, very much of one of the another icon and 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 this word of icon has been used and misused in the whole industry and and obviously the speedmaster is an icon but i if you remember of 1957 i think that this trilogy uh made history so that's yeah. why the three watches are for me considered as icon and so the icon was was reborn uh, some years ago and now we did it to the level of its dna if you want so yes it's much better and that's also why it was very clear for us and we will come to that point obviously that we had to introduce the bronze gold into that new product yeah. uh, making it uh, also if you say it much better it's it's an icon that is very modern so it's not the re-edition or museum piece and it's very important to me that to to and uh, to insist on the the new models that are now slimmer the new dome sapphire glass you know a cleaner dial that these are all things that were showing that yes we wanted to upgrade it so yeah. that's to come to your question made it much better without losing the dna but mm -hmm. with making it a very modern coherent seamaster yeah. uh, 300 yeah yeah I, i really like it i uh, uh, i've seen the, the watches and um i have to say that the dial is super clean um it just says seamaster 300 and of course the omega logo is there and um so, so somehow it's simplified, but I know for a fact that it's not. It's, it's a, bit, a bit more of advanced dial, you, would, you, you could say, with the, mm -hmm. the sandwich uh, construction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what did lead to the use of bronze gold? And that, not just bronze that you see so often in the industry. Why the bronze gold? I think that that bronze as such, it's it's a question of ta of taste, I would even say. Bronze has also very much of a historical, you know, link to the, the the world of the sea and i think that this color um is something like like when we worked on the on the on on some of our our other colors like the sednagel this incredible and very very rich uh, yet uh, uh, shining red gold yeah it it's it's um for the emotion of the people it's 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 the color that 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 is very important so bronze as such was for me you know the link with the real bronze uh talking about very many uh, instruments uh, that are being used in bronze in the whole history of of of, of the seas of water of ocean yeah. but at the same time also um the fact that that if you do it well as we've done now with this new alloy you can get to the patina which is also very important and the third point is that for me it was very important to have between the, all the golds i can say today another gold but that that has another color because in for the for the dive watches and don't forget that the, and you know that seamaster 300 was the first omega professional dive watch yeah. um, there is a link natural link i call it a natural link between bronze color of bronze and the design of the watch and the history of it so that that makes together made us so much 
um, motivated to create this new bronze alloy uh, because we didn't want to do a, a bronze watch that would not be at the Omega level. So bronze gold was the only and unique way of making it what we like at Omega, I meant yeah. more than what we like, but more uh, over what our customers are expecting from Omega today. Exactly. Um, so we, we, we will not expect or see a, a, a fully bronze watch at Omega. That doesn't fit the brand, basically. No, 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 no. Here. Okay. Um, with the current Seamus uh, 300, um, um, the new one, so to speak. What will happen to the the previous collection, the Seamaster 300 Master Coaxial? Will it be out uh, phased out, or will it be replaced one by one with the Master Chronometer version? Because I also see there in the in the previous collection there was a titanium watch, there was a, a gold watch with a malachite uh, dial. Very nice, I have to add. Um, are those being replaced uh, uh, step by step, or how will it work? We will, we will, we are working uh, at Omega in terms of uh, productivity, very, uh, very obviously, uh, and and in terms of of phasing in, phasing out. But it's a very, very uh, clear decision that we've been taken that uh, the new Seamaster 300 will, after some months, replace uh, the Seamaster 300 uh, from from the old days, yeah. including all the special beautiful uh, additions that we've been doing on a very high level or or in in special metal yes yeah okay then for me uh, a very nice surprise was the and i didn't expect it to be to, to be honest the the, uh, the veal tresor mm-hmm. um, <laughs> there are a couple of uh, variations i think you released or introduced 10 different versions from steel to setna gold and, and yellow gold and um they look stunning, I have to say, especially in the, again, you have to see these watches on the wrist or in the flesh. And um, I was very uh, positively uh, surprised by them. Who do you think is the perfect customer for this type of watch? I think that the 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 wheel is uh, is very much of uh, of the classical uh, watch uh, of Omega. Has a long tradition of being on the on the top of of classic but also a stylish watch and i think that uh, for me um now today in today's world all the new generation they they have very much into uh looking for a fashion accessory or mm-hmm. an accessory that would fit of course their daily life but also very often and we see that very very clearly in our in our stores when the brand is is very much Active and 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 relieving high quality and totally in line with it, the DNA of its line, a bit different style. And I call the Deville Trésor very much of our stylish classical watch, uh, not a classical watch that you wear maybe uh, for the next twenty years, but a watch that would fit to your style. Uh, it's funny enough because I call it a bit the dandy watch, dandy in, in terms of not just having one look with with a lot of brands but just because you have and you want to get into your proper style your own way of being being a personality so the the devil trésors represent beside the fact that we have obviously more of a classical uh, conventional colors like white or gray that are beautiful dials already by by adding uh small second of power reserve but then to use them with a beautiful um colored 
masculine, stylish color made them into into more of a uh, uh, um, I would call it of a stylish classical watch. And and that was very important to me because Omega has this reputation. Omega has this, uh, these customers and they want whenever they wear a suit or very traditional or conventional uh, uh, dress because they need to, they want to wear at that moment also a watch that would fit to their, would fit to their personality. So it's a very particular yet classical uh, watch that we've been working on and the success is is very very great and i'm very happy about this uh because it's exactly uh the, what we wanted in terms of getting into um the style of a personality uh and and not just another color yeah yeah, no, it makes sense. And uh, yeah, as I said, I really like them. So there are two variations, basically, one with a small seconds and one with a power reserve and uh, and, and, and a small seconds. And um, <laughs> for the listeners, you can uh, see them on the Omega website or on our website where we covered them. Um, what other complications can we expect for this Deville Tresor? Because... Um, the small uh, seconds looks really nice. The power reserve is very interesting. Um, I think there's room for some additional complications, don't you think? I think that there's also one thing that is very important that uh, that we have also the tourbillon. That yes, is the in central the range. This is one of the greatest complications, especially yep. the central tourbillon. Now, um, to to we will introduce these two first complications. We don't want to overcomplicate uh, all these designs because mm -hmm. the essence of style exactly and the essence of the trésor uh, the men's line is very simple is very detailed and i i call them um uh, very very much of a um, design stylish by design so therefore i think that uh, we will definitely continue to work but keep the spirit of of the ville trésor yeah. uh, which doesn't very much uh, uh, allow also in terms of Omega's vision uh, to complication uh, to create a whole new line into very, very overcomplicated uh, watches. Yeah, yeah, no, clear. Um, what I was wondering is, um, I think for a lot of people, at least for a lot of our readers and listeners, Omega's a bit, um, um, yeah, equals a bit to Seamaster and Speedmaster, of course. And uh, but I also know that, of course, you have the Deville Tresor, you have the you have the Constellation. There's the Globemaster. Um, what is the balance between uh, watches like the Deville Tresor, so more classic watches and sports watches? Uh, can you share that number with us? What the? I, I, you know, what is very interesting is that you know, uh, I, Omega, due to its history, due to its its development over the last. Uh, 30 years um, has become a very universal brand. Uh, uh, we're very strong in Asia. With the Speedmaster and the Seamaster, we're getting very high uh, uh, in terms of image and sales in, in Europe and, and in the States. So that, that shows that, and I think it's quite obvious that, that we're one of the most unique, but also most universal brand in the world. And this being also said, I think also our collection are quite, quite universal. What I want to say is that we're all the four main pillars of our brand in terms of, of watches. 
uh, are very important. So it's it's not that there is one that makes a lot of shadow to the other one. Um, this being especially uh, last year clear with with Speedmaster and Seamaster being very uh, uh, successful, but still at the same time constellation mostly for ladies, but we launched a 41 millimeter with great success and a lot of technological improvement. And the Ville with the Tresor and, and, and with many watches that are totally uh, fulfilling the DNA, because there are all the four ranges have a long history, uh, but also the image and the essence of Omega as such. Therefore, um, we talk sometimes more, for instance, with you about some of the watches we cherish so much, but at the same time, it's not on the cost of any other lines because they are also having their own histories, their own design, their own legacy, and especially their own consumers that are very, very uh, much requesting to get innovation like we have in, with the small second in the constellation and very much feel that the Omega collection is very coherent. Yeah. Uh, so no subline as, as we could imagine, but just four main families that makes it into a very strong um, um, brand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can, uh, I can see that, and uh, we we didn't uh, uh, touch one of the important lines, at least to our uh, listeners and and readers. Uh, you introduced on the first Tuesday of this year the new Speedmaster Professional Master Chronometer, and um, a lot has been said, and a lot has been written and 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 uh, and shown in videos, and I think in general, I think uh, people love this new release. Um, actually. I believe that this watch is so good, the new one. I wonder, is there still something to improve in the future about this watch? You know, thank you for 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 mentioning this incredible. Uh, um, I would say, and also at the same time, difficult because delicate uh, project that we had since now uh, some years about working on one of the most iconic watch of the whole watch industry to make it perfect. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, tributes to history are so incredible and so incredibly right. You know, dot of a 90 step dial, the fourth generation case, the DNA of the moon watch will never be lost. Um, but Omega is a company of, of history, but also, and we just shown it by making it master chronometer. Um, master chronometer certification started five years ago, and we are now upgrading this most iconic watch that is the moon watch. So I would very much think that we can always improve. And Omega is also a brand of future, is a brand of with a pioneering spirit. So it's always our duty to push the evolution to always the next level and we'll continue to do so, but with the very strict respect and also I would say the, the respect, yes, 
of the past and especially of the DNA and the legacy of, of what has been done uh, or what the, the watch means. Therefore, I'm, I'm confident that Omega will continue um, to evolve and the Moonwatch also. It's just that, as you said, we reached such a level of perfection in terms of modernity at the same time, respect of the past, that one might say that there is no improvement to be done. But I very <laughs> much believe that there is always, there will always be, because we are Omega and because we create always greater future. Because that's it is innovation spirit. We have it in 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 our in our DNA. Thank you. Very, very nice words about, uh, I think, the most iconic uh, chronograph uh, in the world. And um, um, what I loved about this this new Speedmaster is that it grabs back to the fourth generation of Speedmasters that was actually used on the moon. Yes. It is upgraded with a new bracelet that everyone seems to like, including myself. Um, it's very beautifully done. It wears comfortable. And then on top, you added a movement that is true to the, the hand-winding history of the Moonwatch, yet it is master chronometer certified. So it, it, it passes all the tests that you perform on modern watches. So it's an amazing uh, combination of these things. And um, I think it's, uh, um, yeah, perhaps the best, the, the best so far. I mean, I love Speedmasters from vintage to new, but I think this Moonwatch is, um, yeah just a, an amazing an amazing watch and i think every serious collector should have a speedmaster um whether that's a vintage one or a modern one but i guess if you're a bit new to watches then the modern one would be uh, i think the perfect pick for for many people um i think i think that not only one if i may say because <laughs> uh because that's also one of the thing i like to insist is that there is the, the speedmaster as we made it and and you know how much i i care about the 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 ed white 321 i think that the, the speedmaster moonwatch master chronometer is a very modern watch is a watch that has itself and we we i'm sorry to insist on the design it's a very modern it's a very accurate it's a very very you know today's watch and at the same time, it has this magic when you look at vintage watches to have, and you see it created such an incredible success uh, uh, a long time ago and being one of the most iconic watch when it goes to vintage watches. So therefore, I, I appreciate very much this mix. Uh, and I think that therefore only one Speedmat is not enough. Yeah, but you're talking to the wrong person because I have more than one. <laughs> You can't just live with one speedmaster, I would say. But, uh, no. Yeah. Um, so you, th th there was a, a, a number of models introduced uh, in, in steel with a hazelite and with a sapphire, and um, there was of course the, the Setna gold and the Canapus uh, white gold version that I also um, had the pleasure to 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 give a try, and uh, yeah, that watch. Uh, um, yeah, tr triggered me. I, I really uh, enjoyed wearing it and seeing it, and see how 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 interesting the material looks, and um, and 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 the weight was also quite impressive. I have to say. Um, what is your personal favorite Speedmaster out of those new Master Chronometer models? 
That's a very good question. Uh, aside it, from the price tag, so just it, based it's, on it's a very good question because um, I think it's like asking me uh, which which of my my kids or 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 which of my colleagues I appreciate the best. Uh, I think that it's um, it's I'm going to try to answer. Nevertheless, I think that. Both of the gold watches following the famous anniversary piece yeah. have got into a very personal um, personality. Means um, very often the, the gold watches in the watch industry are gold series of one very famous watch. And I think that these two watches, due to the fact that we very much invested into this new alloy that everybody knows, but that makes them so different, two different dials. And then for me, they, these two watches are, are very much success of being gold speedmasters. Yeah. And they are very well sold. And the success is, 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 is quite amazing. But for me, the, maybe the most, um, the one I, I most appreciate is the one that started. It's like it's like it's like the, the, the you know if you if you talk about a moon watch already the world moon makes it that you have a tribute to the to that moment. So that's why if you push me to choose only one, I would go probably for for the Hazelite because that's this nice of a clan day that we wanted to to give with this watch to its moon story that is such an amazing and inspiring uh, story uh, that the moon watch has so yeah. i'll go for the hazelite steel on steel with, on with steel. the hazelite crystal with a steel of bracelet yes. that's the one you need okay very mm -hmm. good um last question um you came up with two new gold watches following the the moonshine gold from 2019 and um, a few years before there was the apollo 17 in gold on a leather strap if i'm not mistaken um did you see or do you see uh, that there's more demand for gold watches in recent years Yes, definitely, and I think that uh, that uh, uh, you can see it in the classical watches. Obviously, you see it in the constellation. You see also very much that uh, that Speedmaster, as such, is a watch that if you do it perfectly, as we love to do, and as we we do it at Omega, you can make a very big success. Uh, and and uh, as I said it already before, uh, the, the, the the attention to every single detail, not to have too many color dials but just to make like a piece of art for the gold on gold version then definitely you can you can there is a big demand and 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 the demand that is also linked with a with a big respect of that 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 piece uh and and a big bit of a differentiation by keeping nevertheless the whole look and the whole spirit of the moonwatch yes yeah thanks thank you for uh for answering my questions and being on our uh, podcast very much appreciate it and i hope you will uh will want to be back at some point in the future to talk new things again uh, it was very much uh, a lot of fun to have you uh, on this uh, show thank you so much and and especially once again thank you for all the people that are very much from from 
from since quite a lot of time, but supporting and 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 talking and debating and and having uh, this incredible uh, uh, discussion and 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 inspiration and also passion for for not only for Speedmaster but for for the Omega brand because it's 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 a real magical brand. Thank you so much. Thank you and goodbye. Au revoir.